Welcome to Revive and Thrivology. I help women transform their lives by harmonizing their living space through holistic home practices. I'm your host, Lisa Morton. I'm a nature-loving designer, dog lover, and I'm health and wellness obsessed. If you're feeling stuck in life, feeling unsettled, disconnected, and just looking for more, then this is for you. Years back, I was at a point in my life where I was struggling so bad with my mental health and wellness. And while I'd started a yoga practice, meditation, and done all these great things for myself, there was still something missing. The key was my home, was my space. In this podcast, we'll be covering topics to improve your home, health, and well-being, such as holistic interior design, feng shui, color psychology, clutter clearing, home organizing, and so much more. I have 20 years in the interior design industry and 10 years as a certified feng shui consultant, and I love to continually learn different modalities to improve your space. Join me as I dive into actionable tips to improve your home in 25 minutes or less. I'm here to help you feel inspired and supported. Join me here every Wednesday for a fresh episode. Welcome, welcome, Revive and Thrivology. I'm your host, Lisa Morton, and I'm so excited for today's guest, you guys. I'm just like... Jumping with joy over here. Welcome, Luann Sibic, my teacher, Luann Sibic. Welcome, Luann. We're so happy to have you. I am so excited to be here, Lisa. And it's always a joy to talk to you, to see you. And I love that we get to talk about some of our favorite topics today, right? Feng Shui. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes, I love it. So I did my initial training back in 2014. Can you believe it? No. No. I mean, I believe it. Because you are, you are wise and wonderful and been doing this work for a while. But no, it doesn't seem like that long since you were here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was such a, it was not just a change in my career, but it was a transformative life experience for me. Like, no doubt. I've told so many people about that. It, yeah, it changed my career. It put my career on the path of where I wanted to go, but it, it changed me as a person, like in here, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Same same thing happened when I took my initial training, right? You mm -hmm. think you're going to go and learn about wonderful information about color and shape and, and sound and set, all of these things that make up feng shui. Like you think, oh, I'll have so much information, and you do. But what you find out is that you've now stepped into a different realm. Uh, it's like it's like you've taken the blinders off and you see the world in a different way. And you also know that the world is much more than the material stuff around us, right? It, it changes us. It makes mm -hmm. us realize that we are here for a purpose and it really opens up our soul to follow our passion. So, or at least, that's how I feel feng shui training should be. <laughs> I love that. You know, I realized many years later that I think that training, that initial training we did, that helped me get back in touch. You know, I grew up on a farm. I grew up on a farm and our family, you know, our, our lives revolved around the cycles of nature. Mm -hmm. And I think I needed that training to like remind me of that and the feeling and the, the essence of that. Yeah, exactly. So. And, and you were wow. here at my home and retreat center. Yeah. And, and I've been lucky to teach at a lot of different places. I've taught in Sedona, Arizona. I've taught in Monterey, California. I've taught in Sydney, Australia, and in New Zealand. Um, so, it, but the key, as you point out, with 
the way I like to offer training is that nature component, right? Mm -hmm. Because interior alignment, which is the system that I teach and that you are trained in as an advanced practitioner, is one that really looks at we evolve to be in nature. And so as much as we can bring in nature into our homes, that supports us and allows us to feel empowered and well and and all of those wonderful things that feng shui does. I love that. <laughs> so I was fortunate to get to go to Sedona for my advanced training in 2018. That was a different experience. It was mm -hmm. all fun. But, <laughs> but I think that that initial training at your retreat center was so powerful for me. Um, but in addition to feng shui, you are a master educator of interior alignment feng shui, space clearing, um, soul coaching, forest therapy, all these amazing things. And I'd love for you to share about how you got started in all of this work. Okay. So <laughs> it's a Big long question, time I know. ago. It's a long time ago in what seems like a galaxy far, far away, right? Um, when I was a little kid, I loved... I loved all of these things that I love now, right? I loved to be outside and I wasn't the mud pie girl. I was always a little bit, maybe too girly girly for the mud pie bit, but I loved to go out and sit in the woods and wait for the fairies, right? I was convinced that someday I was gonna find fairies or unicorns. So I would go out in the woods and I'd take treats to feed the unicorn if one ever showed up, right? I was convinced of this and so that was one piece of what I loved. The other piece of what I loved is I loved to play with my Barbies. And of course, a part of it was them dressing up, but a part of it was their home and their town. And I would get more involved with creating the Barbie home. And then Barbie needed a town to live in. And so I would like make roads and other house, like buildings. And, and I love that I call it architectural piece, that layout of, of how things should be positioned. And then a little older, when it was my chore to rake the leaves in the front yard, I didn't just rake them into piles. I would rake them into house floor plans and I would create homes with the leaves outlining the floor plan. So I think there was a part of me that was always called to working with people and their homes and this realm of mystery and magic. As I graduated from high school and I thought, oh, I will go and be an interior designer. My parents were like, no, you're going, <laughs> sorry, Lisa, you're going to get a real job. No. That was there. <laughs> hey, I understand. I totally understand. My parents were supportive, but there's a lot of people who are like, what does the designer do? Mm -hmm. I, I, so I totally understand. Keep mm -hmm. going. Yeah. So, so I did. I went to school for computer programming and I started my career in computer programming back in the day when it was called data processing with punch cards and cool stuff like that. Okay. So that's how I started. And I worked for different large corporations and I eventually became a VP of information services. And I can't say that I hated it. I liked that job because there's a part of me that at my core is what brings me joy is helping people. And so for me, creating computer systems that made jobs more efficient, more effective, especially when I worked in a very large rehabilitation hospital for people with head injury and strokes, if I could do something that would make the process more efficient so that people got better care, um, 
I remember one of my joys was writing a, a program so that the kitchen staff could find out what people wanted to eat. Because to me, it's like, man, if you're not getting to eat what you want to eat, that's a joy in life, right? And so being able to have the patients choose what they were going to have for lunch, like through the computer program that I wrote, brought me a lot of joy. Sounds dumb, but it did. But along the way, I just couldn't take the corporate piece anymore. And also all along the way, I took outside courses, right? I took classes in um, color and design and aromatherapy and then things like oracle cards and palmistry and things that just fascinated me, but they were always just a hobby, right? Just something that I did on the side. But as I got more and more frustrated with the corporate realm, I had also saved up and I was going to take this class with this amazing teacher, you know who it is, Denise Lin, who I had read all of her books on feng shui. I've gone to several feng shui conferences. I'd heard her speak. I knew she was the person I wanted to study with if I was going to invest some money in this. So I flew out to her training. It was a magical, you know, life transformative week where I learned a lot of information, but also that bigger picture. What is it I really want to do in my life? And I came back from that and I will, <laughs> I will say, I started my own business within the month. I quit the corporate job. Um, I'm not advocating that's how people should do things. <laughs> However, that's just how it worked out and I was on my path. So that's how I launched into doing the feng shui consulting. And then I just kept adding, right? Um, the soul coaching came next. And the reason why is a lot of it is what you've talked about, Lisa, with um, stories of your clients. It's we're not going in to make a place pretty, although pretty is nice. Um, so it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> um, we're going in to help people achieve the life they want to live, right? And so sometimes Sometimes people know right off the top of their head, like this is what I want. And so we can go, yes. And we put in the symbolism and we put in the, the things in that space and we take away the things that don't support that symbolism, right? And that's what we do. But sometimes people give us the answer they think they're supposed to say, right? For example, they might say, you say, oh, what do you really want to achieve? Oh, I really want this big promotion at work. And you're like, awesome. And we might as a feng shui consultant just go and put all that symbolism in for the big promotion but if we take a different tack which is kind of what the soul coaching piece does it work take it back a step and ask why do you want the big promotion and they say well i really really want to go to italy and i can't think of any other way to make the money to go to italy unless i get the big promotion so really what they want is to travel and to go to Italy. Oh, that's a whole different set of feng shui, right? So right. this, and that's just a tiny, that's, that's not all of soul coaching, but it's that tiny piece of finding out what people really would make their soul happy and coaching people with that. So that became the next certification and something that I would weave in. Yeah. 
Let me just pop in and tell everybody that I'm going to leave information in the show notes so they can find out more about this amazing work. They can go to your website and read more about it. If they want to train, maybe they want to do exactly what I am doing and train under you just like I did. Maybe they want to learn about soul coaching, whatever. I'm going to put all the info in the show notes. So thank continue. You. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so so that was that's what I was doing. I was providing these services, and then I also oh, trained to become a teacher in those services. And I love teaching, right? I love teaching because I love seeing other people light up with the joy of providing this to other people. Um, so, so that still brings me a lot of joy. So in this realm of feng shui and soul coaching, we use a lot of tools. So rocks and crystals are a piece of what we work with. And so I studied more about rocks and crystals and also essential oils. And those became things that I got really passionate about offering people. I took a course and was called Fashion Feng Shui, which is how you can use your own personal style, the way you dress, what you wear to support you. Because here's the deal. We know a lot of people right now might be in living situations where they don't get a lot of control over their space. It might be extremely limited what they can do. And especially when they go to work, right? They might not be able to change a thing. This whole, I forget what the term is, where you don't even have a desk in one place in an office anymore. Like there's just these mobile desks that like you happen to go in and grab one. There's no sense of personal support space feng shui in that and so Mm -hmm. what you wear needs to kind of be your feng shui so that's become another service that i can work with people on is help them to find that personal style that gives them the feng shui support that they can wear and rocks and crystals works into that because they have their energy and gosh who doesn't love a nice piece of jewelry so so that became a piece along the way (laughs) And then what I realized, I heard this term, well, you know, Lisa, I live out in the country. I'm not in the middle of things, but I heard this term years ago called forest bathing. And I looked on the internet. I'm like, oh, forest bathing. I've kind of been doing this with people through the feng shui classes, soul coaching classes, clients coming here. I've been doing this with people for a while. Just didn't have a term. I remember doing it. it. Yeah. I remember you had me go out and sit against a tree and have a conversation with the tree. And it was, a, I mean, don't get me wrong. At the time, I'm like, <laughs> I'm feeling really silly doing this. But then it was a beautiful experience. So, Yeah. And that's the way it is for most people. They need that permission to step into that imagination to, and to be in nature without a different agenda, right? Like, because we can get so much in our head if we have that other uh, other thing to do to talk to the tree it takes you out of your normal thought patterns right and so the more i looked at the forest therapy out there and then i looked at what people were thinking was forest bathing or forest therapy and like oh it's a three mile hike no it's not it's 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 not about the destination it's about the journey and so I thought, you know what, I I was I looked at the forest therapy certification programs that were out there, and so many of them really wanted people to be um, somebody 
comfortable with camping out in the middle of the woods for for a weekend and you know being in a deep woods experience and those things can be wonderful but what i know is that so many people who need this are people that are either one too scared they're not going to go do that it's too much out of their comfort zone or two are physically incapable of doing something like that my, Maybe they live in New York City and there's no woods nearby. I mean, exactly. And it's a really good point. The, you know, when I worked at the rehab center, um, and I, you know, I, I had studied Tai Chi at that point, and I had a stress level working there. So at lunchtime, <clears throat> it happened to be set on beautiful grounds. So at lunchtime, I would go out onto the grounds, and for my own like sanity, I would do Tai Chi outside, right? Well, so then some of my coworkers would see me and they'd go, oh, can we do it with you? I'm like, oh, sure. So they would come out. And then, and my coworkers were some of the PTs, OTs, therapists. They would say, can I bring my patients along? And I'm like, oh, okay. I figure it's safe. They're there with them. I don't have to know everything about what's going on with a patient. Um, but here's the thing. We were out on the grass, under the trees, doing deep breathing and slow movements that took their mind off of other things. And I would encourage, like, I would like, notice what you're smelling, notice what you're seeing, right? I would just, it was sort of a guided journey before I knew how to do guided journeys, right? Um, but I knew from that experience, the value that everybody had, even people who weren't gonna be able to go for a walk in the woods, just sitting there next to the building, but looking at the trees, their feet on the ground was tremendous. So I dove into, okay, all the science about what makes forest therapy work. And there's a lot of things. There's no one thing. It's everything. I think we have to have a whole discussion yeah, a just whole on discussion forest therapy on that because one. it's so cool. Um, down the road. Down the road. But I thought, you know what? After pulling all of this, I'm like, I can create a certification in forest therapy that has these key components that doesn't require somebody has to go out for a weekend in the woods, that we can we can supercharge the session by gathering all these components and having it in one easily accessible piece, especially for people who can't do that for time constraints or, or health constraints. So mm -hmm. I launched my forest therapy certification a couple years ago, and I've done some of the training here, but then, you know, COVID happened. And so I created <laughs> it as an online course because I wanted people to get this information out there. So, um, so that's been fun diving into the online course world. Yeah. Um, so that kind and of, and I think you just a launched a forest therapy right? You I just, just I'm in the session? midst of having a session of it right now. I'll be having another wow. session of it next year, but it's also online. So if people want to take it anytime, it's out there for them to take it anytime. So that's nice. That's a nice option yeah. with schedules these days, you know, like working odd hours and it's so nice to have that option. Mm -hmm. So that's oh my, my journey, Lisa. That's how I got from computer programmer making up punch cards on a key punch machine to a feng shui and forest <laughs> therapy teacher. And, and it comes full circle. Like it feels, some people are like, well, what does forest therapy have to do with feng shui? It has everything 
to do with it. Because those, when we talk about five elements, or even when we talk about four elements, and both of those are systems that we can integrate and bring in, those things are talking about how do we bring nature back into our lives? How do we benefit ourselves from the power of nature? So. Wow. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So do you have like a major moment in your career in this area of work, not the computer part, but in this area, like a moment in your career that was just kind of like I shared in episode one, this life changing moment I had. Um, And I know you've had experiences. Is there one you'd be willing to share with us that just kind of transformed you or maybe shifted your path or something? Hmm. I'm not sure that there was one. There have been Okay. moments where I felt like that this is this is beyond any dream I thought achievable. How about that? Um, there was that. a oh. moment where at the um, Interior Alignment Feng Shui Conference that we had in California a couple years ago. And that was a great one. It was <sighs> a great one. And we've had several of them that have been... and. Being up in front of that group and speaking, there would be these weird little moments of somewhat deja vu and so much like, this isn't even real. This is like I'm in a dream doing this because it was something that I never thought I would achieve, right? Um, And it's just such a different life than I guess the life I thought I was programmed to have right? And then to have these moments where not only not, it's not about me being in front of a group. It is about Mm -hmm. igniting people's interest and their passion in something that I know would truly change their life, right? It's about sharing this information. It is about Mm -hmm. having that bigger platform to get the information out about how people can have inner harmony, how they can make their life happy. And you and I talked a little bit before about an event that that I'm having this fall that I'm super excited about that uh, my husband is a doctor of Chinese medicine. And so I do my gig. What what a cool pair you guys make. (laughs) He takes care of people's insides. And you're going to work together. I know. (laughs) So we're finally kind of coming together with an event that we're calling the inner peace event. And it's to educate people and give them an experience of how to how to do forest therapy, how to practice qigong, how to um, work with your pets. And we're going to have horses here on site and a gal who does equine therapy with people to help wow. them um, using horses and another gal who is going to be talking about dogs and cats and their energy and your energy. Um, it's going to be it's Are you doing some so forest fun. therapy also? Yes. I'm going to leave Can I read forest, forest therapy, therapy Nice. Oh, my gosh. Because, and you guys, oh, my gosh, Luann is out in on, like, a mountainside. And, and it's, it's but it's not super, like, out in the boonies. It's an easy drive from Pittsburgh. I, when I was in Ohio, it was an easy drive. Oh, my gosh. It's such an amazing experience to be out there on your property. It just feels magical. I feel like that's too simple of a word, but there's something about it that really shifts the energy of your body, just being present there. Thank you. So, I, I feel oh my super gosh. blessed to be here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, I will share information all about your retreats, mm-hmm. all about um, ways to, anybody can contact you if they want to connect with you. But I wanted to just kind of, I have one final question before we get there. As you were explaining things towards the end, like I couldn't help but get teary-eyed because I don't know if you remember. Oh, I'm going to cry as we're talking about this. In my training, my first training, I remember I got my diploma. I, I graduated, got my certificate from you from my training. I'm like sobbing, right? Because I'm like, I want to change the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sitting there sobbing and I'm like, I want to be able to change the world and let people see that design is not just making it pretty. Making it pretty is fun. Making it function well is fun. But I want to do all these other things. And I'm like sobbing and I'm like, and like, look at me now, I get to do this. I'm like so grateful. I'll forever be grateful for you. I'm going to keep crying if I keep going. So we're going <laughs> to end with my question I ask everybody. So we'll regroup. I want to know, and I have a feeling this is probably going to involve a pet or two, but I want to know your favorite space in your home it can be a nook, a chair, a room, anything. Where's your favorite space to go and curl up? I have several, but since I knew you were going to ask this question, I decided I'm going to focus on the one that I think is my very favorite, and that's my bedroom. And it's my bedroom when I'm laying in bed with my little dog next to me at night, right? And my bedroom is my sanctuary. It's painted my favorite shade of deep green. So when I'm in there, I feel like I'm in the middle of the forest. And it was chosen for that, right? It was chosen to feel like I'm in the middle of this little pine forest. I have my essential essential oils burning in the burner. I have little tiny fairy lights um, in different places in the room. So when I go in and I turn off all the other lights at night, I've just got these little tiny like Christmas lights, like little white you know, like Christmas lights. And I've got a couple Buddhas in the room, so I just kind of see them illuminated. And it gives me such tranquility, right? Like at the end of the day, no matter what that day's been like. And even when you're a feng shui person, you can have days that you're like, why where'd that one come from? But at the end of the day, <laughs> right, it's about shaking that off. And no, this is my sanctuary. I am going to have a fabulous night's sleep. And that's my favorite place. I like that. You like put the intention. I love all the intention there. That's wonderful. Oh my gosh, my heart feels so full right now. I'm so grateful for you giving me this time today to interview you. And I can't wait to have you back, Luann, again. Tons of info in the show notes. Um, Thank you everyone for watching. I'll see you next time. I'd like to thank our production company, Caraggio Media, the WELT 95.7 Studios, and our sponsor, Good G. For more information, follow the link in the show notes. Be sure to hit like, hit the subscribe button, and leave us a five-star review. If you want to connect, find us on Facebook, and be sure to let me know what topics you'd like to hear about. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time.